This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome along to Thursday's edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the tennis betting podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book, brought to you with on the Bet Rivers Network as well for your podcast needs. I'm Nigel Seeley, and uh, I'm delighted to say joining me from Rome, live from Rome for the Italian Open, the 1000 event over there, a man who is absolutely red hot. I was going to say he's, he's He's red hot as the weather because it probably is a bit of a red hot. We thought it was going to be raining, but it's uh, been a glorious couple of days in Rome and uh, we didn't expect that. But this man here, our senior tennis handicapper, Sean Calvert, is absolutely on fire. Congratulations, my friend. And uh, how's Thank things? You. All right. I'm not wild about this setup for the video that we're doing here. I'm having to hold the microphone. I've barely got enough desk space for a computer and I'm streaming it on my on my uh, mobile network because the Wi Fi is rubbish. But apart from that, it's great you know the weather is much much better than they said it was going to be um it was, it was nice that i had to go out and buy some sun cream i didn't i didn't bother packing any sun sun lotion because i thought it's just it's just going to be miserable but you know i had to go and spend another 25 dollars at the local um oh, no. local uh pharmacy for uh expenses 20. expenses the 20 on the expenses that's come out of my own pocket that has mate what you must have had a winner <laughs> I've had a couple of winners though, so it's been all right. It would have been great if Cashin hadn't lost in the final set tiebreak, but all the rest of well, pretty much everything I, I suggested has kind of come in, hasn't it? So far, in the well, round, exactly. Uh, I was saying the set the setup here. You know, you're saying you're not very happy with the setup. I'm sure with the money you've 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 made today and the and the money you've made at all the listeners and all the people on the podcast here. I'm sure you'd be in the Ritz, wouldn't you? You'd be, you'd be heading off to the uh, to yeah, the, the Ritz or something. I can't assume that's going to be the case there. So I have to book these little budget places, you know? Um, yeah. I, I, I don't think I can afford the Ritz even on, even on the back of a couple of decent winners, to be honest. Well, if we keep going on, we'll be, let's give you some of these figures this season. I You'll mean, be in the Ritz. You'll be in the Ritz. I'll be, I'll be around the corner. I will not be in the Ritz. I'll be putting on the Ritz. I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm all Ritz. I, no idea. All the, all the, I'll see all where the, you're going to be on Saturday. I don't know where it is yet, but I'll, I'll have a look in a bit. Have a, have a little look. It's only I think it's like a little Airbnb. I'm going with my sonny, so we're, we're looking forward to it. It's nothing, nothing, nothing major. But um, let's have a look at the. You're talking about this. This is sensational form. We started off so slow in the season. You know, we, we spoke, didn't we? We said keep your powder dry. Wait till we get to the the business end of the tennis season around about the summertime, March, May, April. April, May, June, July into Wimbledon. That's when we're really going to hit some form. And we were absolutely spot on. This is the record from Sean Calvert. 99.9% Sean Calvert. I mean, I've only chipped in with a couple of things here. But uh, 110 bets, 113.33 units stakes, 143.15 units returned, which is a profit of 29.82 units and a return of investment of 26.31%. When you consider that most professional bettors would look for an ROI of around about 5 to 6%, 26.31 ROI on 110 
bets is sensational. So well done, my friend. We said it would would come. And if you look at the breakdown, we said it was tough in February, didn't we? Sorry to interrupt you. I mean, we said sure. February was difficult because there's just it's just the way the tour set up. It's just it's it's hard every year. January can be hit and miss. February is is always difficult. I find uh, um, March can go either way. But yeah, generally speaking, April, May, June, July, August, September they tend to be the months that that I tend to do the best. Yeah. Now, if that is not Ritz material for holiday for vacations i don't know what it is and i hope that the sun cream is like the prop proper like nivea top of the range not it like was, some it local was, it was 20 it was 20 percent off some dodgy brand oh, i don't even know what it was that's all they 20%. had to be <laughs> it wasn't like i was being cheap that that's literally all they had i thought it'd be so... lancome or like you know it'd be like some sort of uh, garnier or something like that 20% off some local brand. That is not the kind of talk we want from our senior tennis handicap. It's all it was. It's just all it was. It, it, was off. That, it was that or nothing. It was It was take this 20% off factor 20, whatever it was, or, or, or nothing. So I, I took it. Well, I think you're That's very great man to have factor 20 with our, uh, this, this, this hair, this hairstyle that we both have. We need to, I need factor 50, uh, uh, whatever. So in, in December. skin, it's fine. It's no problem. <clears throat> okay, well there you go. That's uh, that's a, well. What is what's it been? What's the tournament been like? You know, you've been in a few tournaments around the globe in the last few months. What? what how does yeah. the, how does Rome compare to the others? I like it. It's good. What I like about it is the fact that it's 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 much bigger than I thought. I, I didn't think it would be this, this this the site would be this big. It's kind of sort of Indian Wells size, big, huge, wide walkways. You know, a lot of these tournaments, they're, they're tiny. You can barely get three people side by side, and it's it's all a squash and a squeeze and difficult to get from A to B. But And I was sort of expecting that today when I walked through the gates because there's tons of people there. There's a lot of people, but it's a very big site, so there's room for everybody. I didn't have to, you know, queue to get into any courts or I didn't have any problem finding seats. It's it's a great it's a great venue. It's, it's, it's nice. It's nice and easy on the eye. I've got all the statues and... The courts are kind of sunken down, aren't they, into the into the ground? It's and the the seats are all kind of um concrete um seating, so it's it's kind of a unique, uh, iconic place, particularly Pietrangeli, the court I was on earlier on. It's in a great atmosphere. They're all they're all getting into it. There's a lot of shouting and screaming and yelling going on, particularly when the Italian players are playing. It's and I got some merch as well. I was so. going to say you got some merch. I got some merch. Um, I've just had a beer delivered to me as well, actually. So oh, look at that! Oh, come on, this is this is just been delivered. It's just been delivered to the left hand side of my desk here. So, I, yeah, you we'll, can't we'll get a room for a computer. You can't get a room for a microphone. You can get room for a nice glass of Moretti on that desk. I've got yeah. Look, Peroni's just been delivered. There oh, is, no, so, look, uh, look at that! This living the dream. Um, just <laughs> one, you know. Obviously, I saw your video today. If you haven't watched Sean's video, he's doing an Instagram story. How you get on with that? Did you see the one I just did? We came out. We came yeah. out of the ground, and there was the ground, the the stadium, and obviously, if you don't know Rome, the the Stadio Olimpico and the Foro Italico virtually next door, aren't they? So it was, it was packed. There was flares going off. There was all sorts of banging going on. It's just, and that was only that was three hours before the match. The match being Roma against um, Leverkusen, isn't it? In the in the Europa League, I think. Um, yep, yep, yep. Semi final. So they, they were all. It was just chaos out there, and that was, as I say, that's three hours before kickoff. So it's it's going to be lively in town tonight. I'm gonna to, I'm gonna go and enjoy it. I'm gonna go and watch the match in a bar. It's gonna be it's gonna be packed. You know, the Italians, passionate people, they love, you know, they love the things that they love, and and this is football and the tennis and everything else. And it's it's just yeah, it's great. It's great atmosphere. It's, it's you can't beat it, mate. To be honest, brilliant. Glad you're having a great time. Glad that you're making some money for all of us over here uh, and across the world. who are watching this across the America as well. So. Uh, 
Great success and long mate. Continue. Enjoy your night tonight. You fully deserve it. Go and watch the football bets and winners. Bet the under two and a half in the Roma game. You'll be all right. Don't put too much on it. Just to have a little bit of interest. Uh, let's under have a look. two and a half. Okay. Well, I think it's the first leg in a in a, in a court in a in a semi final. We saw the Champions League two matches go under two and a half. I think you won't go wrong. Be tight. Mourinho in a semi final of a tournament. You, want you know more about it than I do, mate. That's for well, sure. Well, yeah. But uh, anyway, I think it'll be quite tight. Let's have a look at the matches. We've got five matches we want to talk about tomorrow. Uh, we've got uh, some very, very heavy favourites tomorrow. That's the one thing I noticed when I look through the, uh, the the odds and I look through the, the, the prices of tomorrow. Uh, obviously, the matches start very, very early and you've got to make sure you get on early because of obviously Sean's uh, success and make sure you check the Beverly website and make sure that you, you get on. We do know the order of play here. We're going to start off with the first game, which is the number one seed, Novak Djokovic, a man who has an absolute fantastic record in this tournament. This is the late game. So obviously the conditions in the late later are a lot uh, cooler than they are during the day. The weather forecast tomorrow, you'll probably tell us a little bit more about that, Sean, in a minute. But this will be starting at around about two o'clock Eastern time, so seven o'clock uh, in the UK and eight o'clock in the in Italy and Rome. Uh, Djokovic is up against Echeverry, the Argentinian, who is a, a pretty decent player on clay. Djokovic comes in in some indifferent form, but he's still a very heavy favourite, minus eight thirty-five. Echeverry is plus five seventy-five. The spread here is five and a half, and the totals are nineteen and a half, with over minus one twenty-one and under. Minus 106. Before we give your pick on that match, I'll break that down. What are the weather conditions like tomorrow, Sean? I've looked at myself. It, it looks a bit, well, if we can trust them, it looks a bit more rainy around. That's the problem. Can we trust them? The forecast I just looked at five minutes ago said there's only going to be like 0.2 millimeters of rain, which is which is nothing spread over like a whole day. It, it looks it looks absolutely fine, but it was quite funny because it was it was sunny this morning when I did the first video. It was bright sunshine. I did the video. I sent it over. By the time it had, <laughs> About ten minutes later, I sat down and had a coffee. It was raining, so it, it's to say it's changeable is probably is probably the best thing to say about the, the Rome weather at the minute. Just looking at the trends, um, round two of Rome in the last uh, three years, thirty eight percent of the underdogs have won. So it's not been a bad round at all for underdog winners in the last three years. Going back further though, it's it only averages twenty nine percent. That's that's in the last ten years. But um, lately, it's it's seen quite a few um, decent priced winners come in. Just looking at the conditions so far, they're, they're kind of typical for Rome. After the first 32 matches, there were 77% holds of serve and 68% um, first serve points won, which is just a squeak slower than the average of 77% holds and 69.4% first serve points won. So just slightly below average on the first 32 um, games. But that was perhaps due to the, the rain. It's not been raining today and it's not due to rain tomorrow, so it shouldn't be quite as slow we're just looking at this Djokovic match you know he, he was at the, the Milan derby last night wasn't he Djokovic mm. and I was watching it and the crowd kept the camera kept panning to to Novak apparently he played a practice set against Sinner uh here in Rome that's that's the word that's what I've been told um and apparently Djokovic won it six six three but whether you believe that and whether that has any relevance to anything I'm not entirely sure the thing about Djokovic at the minute is that for those that haven't really been keeping up with him is that he's been struggling with an elbow problem uh, we haven't seen anything like his true form so far this clay season, have we? It's, he's only played four matches. Um, one, two, lost, two, lost, didn't he, to Massetti in Monte Carlo. It was a pretty scrappy match. Um, also lost to Dusan Lajevic, um in Banja Luka. So he's, he's, he's struggled and he's had an elbow problem. Is he fit? Maybe. Is he, is, he, is he in form? He would have to say no, not at the moment. He's certainly lacking matches. 
Um, if you look at what he's done in those four matches, his service points one and return points one total. I know it's a small sample size, but it's 105, his total, which is exactly the same as what Echeverry has achieved in 2023 at main level on clay. He's on 105 as well. So it's a, that's a decent total. It's it's slightly down for Djokovic. He's, he was up around about 110, 111 on the clay in the last 12 months. So his level is down at the moment. And Echeverry's is certainly up. 105 is is excellent for a player of you know of his ranking. Um so I just think that this is going to be a difficult one for Djokovic to to see off easily. Um, and I like the over 19 and a half games in this one. That's a 1.87 chance, I think, with Bet Rivers. Yeah, so we're at minus 116 is the price for over games. Um, are, you, are you slightly concerned with the timings? You know, it's going to be the later matches. Would that make it, would that be a problem or? I think it's fine for Echeverry. You know, he won, well, we, we backed him, didn't we, in Houston? Uh, mm. He got to the final there and that was, as people will probably remember, it was extremely wet there all week. They didn't play for about three days. So that was damp. It was slow. He's got the power, Echeverry, these days on his serve and his forehand to hit through these um, slow conditions. So I'm, I'm not worried about the, the the night match. The only thing that would worry me about this is that if Echeverry freezes on on you know playing a, a legend of the game in, in, a, in a big, huge tournament, that, that's what would worry me. The conditions, I don't think, concern me, but... Assuming that he doesn't freeze, I think I think this should be a very competitive match. Competitive match over nineteen and a half games. You would probably think that Djokovic would want a little bit of uh, match practice if he wants to go deep as well, sort of game extra game time. Uh, ideally, he'd probably want to win six three six two, but uh, he's coming a bit rusty. He'd do well to do that. Yeah, he's coming a bit rusty, but uh, nineteen and a half games looks a nice play. And if you want to bet, no bet Djokovic minus eight thirty five. Remember, it starts at two p.m. Eastern time. Uh, over tomorrow in Rome, uh, one game that starts matches starts very very early. It's five a.m. Eastern time. It's Alexei Popperin up against Fedich Orge Aliasim. Uh, Popperin is an outsider here at plus two twenty five. The Canadian is minus two ninety five. The spread is three and a half. It's minus one hundred six for Felix, and the totals are twenty two and a half. These two have met once before at the start of this year in Adelaide on a hard court. Popperin won six four seven six. Felix Auger Allison comes in here not in the best of form. Uh, he lost against Serendulo in Miami, Lajovic in Madrid uh, after reaching the quarterfinals in Indian Wells, where he got beat by the eventual winner Alcaraz. Uh, Popperin has come through two matches here in Rome and a first round match as well uh, against O'Connell, where he didn't drop a set. Um, what do you think about this one? I think Popperin's been playing surprisingly well on clay. So far in 2023, he's always said that he can play on clay. I think he played on it quite a bit as a junior. Um, so he's not un, he's not unused to playing on clay. It's not a, a strange or unfamiliar surface for him. If you look at what he's done this season so far, his, his service points, one and return points, one title in 12 matches on clay is 102, which is very decent for for certainly for a player of his ranking. He's won eight of his 12 matches, beat Dusan Lajovic in, in slowish conditions in Monte Carlo. That's a, that's a, a good result for him um, as you said he's played three matches here already uh, two in qualities and one in the first round so he's the one that's more attuned to the conditions I think I just think Felix he's, he's off I've mentioned it before on this podcast and, and various points over the last few years that he's just he's a very slow starter often is Felix um, he looked very very rusty didn't he against Lajovic in that Madrid match he, he also wasn't serving well I think he had 11 double faults in that Lajovic match but his backhand also looks very, very shaky. Um, so I think this is a tough, a tough starter for Felix. Um, 
you know, I think Popperin, the, the clay, I think does help Popperin's game because Popperin's not the best mover. His backhand isn't the best. Um, it's, it's okay. It's just not, it's not brilliant. But I think that the slower clay, the slower conditions, it does give him a bit of extra time um, to set up that backhand. It doesn't expose his, his, his questionable movements as much as some of the quicker surfaces do. I mean, Popperin's not going to fear Felix, is he? He's, he's beaten him in straight sets already once this season. He's in great form. He's, he's on really good run at the minute on the clay. He's, he's beaten this opponent before. If I was Felix I'd be, and his camp, I'd be I'd be slightly concerned about about this match. I certainly wouldn't be looking at this as a anything like an easy starter. So I think Popperin plus three and a half games is is uh, the bet here on the handicap. Three and a half games for Popperin, uh, the man who's beaten this opponent already this season. And the price for that is minus 120 for Alexei Popperin, who's already won three matches here in Rome. Uh, the next match we'll look at is uh, quite an evenly matched price match. I was quite surprised by the odds, actually. Martin Fuksovic is plus 132 up against Alex Diminois at minus 165. The spread is two and a half and the totals are 21 and a half. We've made some money on some betting some outsiders in the last week and Fuksovic, I thought here from first glance at plus 132 looked um, a little bit tempting. Uh, I don't know if you agree with me on that. Yeah, it is, it is tempting. I think this one's just going to be a lean, I think, because I'm not I'm not massively sold about the price. I'd want it slightly bigger about Fuxovich. Maybe I'm being a little bit greedy. Maybe, you know, maybe this price is okay. But for me, I'd want a bit bigger. But um, they met Indian Wells, didn't they? Not not so long ago. I was there, actually. Um, and Diminor was absolutely exhausted after after winning Acapulco. I think it was the week before, wasn't it? So Diminor came to... Indian Wells really struggling with his with his energy levels and Fuksovic beat him pretty easy um, that day. But the price, I mean, Diminor was a 1.23 chance that day. Mm. Um, and now he's getting on for three times that price, isn't he? He's much, much bigger. On the head-to-head, there's absolutely nothing in it. In terms of the service points, one and return points, one total of their three-match career series, they're both on exactly 100. So no advantage for Diminor, you would say, on the head-to-head. I remember Fuksovic playing well here in Rome last year in the damp conditions. He he does have the, the sort of power to hit through the courts. Um, he is adept playing in sort of slow clay conditions. I'm not so sure that Diminor is. I think he, the, the slower it is, I think the less I fancy Diminor, to be honest. Um, again, Fuksovic has already got that one match under his belt. He beat Krajinovic pretty comfortably in the first round. Um, the lean here is Fuksovic. I'm just not quite sure the price is big enough to make it an official play. Um, but I, I, you know, I certainly won't be back in Diminor, that's for sure. If Fuchs Fish available at plus 132, the match starts at 20 past six tomorrow morning. If you do have a wager on the Bet Rivers website, remember you can live stream any one of these matches, watch it from the comfort of your own home on your tablet, on your mobile phone, or in the office. Uh, have a little bet and have a little sneaky little watch of the games in play. Uh, Cam Norrie, um, Britain's number one. He's minus 335 against Alexandre Muller, the Frenchman, plus 255. Cam Norrie in a bit of a different form at the moment. He's only won two of his last seven matches. Uh, these two are pretty identical records on clay. Obviously, Norrie's played a much higher level, 10 and 4 in 2023, and 10 in 5 for Muller uh, on clay as well. The spread here is four and a half, with uh, Muller receiving the start as the favourite, minus 155. And the totals are 21 and a half, and it's more or less a pick and game. Minus 110 on the overs, minus 114 on the unders. Um, I was a bit disappointed with Norrie last week. I don't know if he looked tired or he just didn't seem his normal self. And, you know, he should have, in a match that he should have won, he was so, he started off fast and then he 
fell away. And uh, I'm, I'm against Yang. I'm not quite sure whether he's uh, he's 100 fit or he just looks a bit drained at the moment. Yeah, that's, that's what I've got written down in my notes. I've just put I'm not sure what's going on with Norrie at the moment, and, and you know he summed it up pretty well there. I, he just seems to be struggling. I don't know why. I don't know if it's physical because you know he he did play a lot in the, sort of the early part. He went in the golden swing, really tough um, golden swing. Ended up winning Rio, didn't he? Um, in the final there, then he made the quarterfinals of Indian Wells, and since and he lost to TF. I said TF. I think he lost to there, and since then. He's just struggled. He's lost to Zhang. He's lost to Barrer, Massetti, Serendolo. Um, just hasn't looked in his old form. I suspect it's some sort of physical issue. That would be my guess if I was just if I had to make a guess. I'd say it's something wrong with him physically. But there's definitely he's not he's definitely not anywhere near his peak form at the moment. Is he? he's really struggling? Just not not his, not at the races at the minute. If we look at the stats for this season on clay at main level. As you said, Norrie's played more. He's, he's won 10 of his 14 matches. His service points, one in return points, one total is 105. Um, Muller is on 106 from his six main level clay matches. You know, almost won the Marrakesh title. He did impress there because it, it, it was damp at, at certain times in Marrakesh. And he was he did have the power. To, he was one of the few players that did have the power to hit through the, the conditions. So I think in, if it is slightly slower here when this match takes place... Um, I think this will be difficult for Norrie. It's a match that I would expect Norrie to win in the end. You know, maybe if you were thinking of backing Norrie, maybe the 2-1 to Norrie is perhaps a, an option because he seems to be sort of just grinding his way through at the minute rather than, than winning comfortably. Uh, um, I like the over... The lean here is the over games. I think the over 21 and a half is, is potentially the bet here. Um, I think Muller's slightly underrated. He's, he's, he's played really well on the clay this season and I wouldn't put it past him making this extremely close. Yeah, over 21 is the line. That match starts at 5.20 in the morning tomorrow. Obviously, these are official picks, which we quick keep as records, and Sean gives his leans. And if you followed his leans on Monday's edition of Game Bet Match, both of those won as well. So make, get your notebooks out, keep your note down, and make sure that you make a note of all those bets as well. The final match we're going to talk about is Kekmanovic. She's minus 230 against Fabio Fognini, plus 180. The spread here is three and a half, and the totals are 21 and a half. Uh, Fabio Fognini did us a huge favour by beating Andy Murray, uh, picked by Sean at plus 200. Um, we've said many times before with Fognini, though, you, you've got to be quite wary whether he lifts his match uh, or, or he, he can lift his match for the big matches. And then when he plays opponents that he doesn't really fancy, he can he can down tools. Um, if it's wet, if it's dreary day, uh, Kek Manovic, I'm not quite sure if he's going to lift it up. And there's obviously, obviously the nature of, uh, after a big win and quite a long win as well at his age, it's going to kind of be quite hard for him to replicate that form. However, uh, they have met once before. It was in Monte Carlo on clay in 2021. Fognini won that match in the first round, 6-2, 7-5. Kikmanovic, um has got to the semifinals, didn't he, in Bosnia? But um, since then, an early exit in Madrid. Um, Fognini, what do you make of the Murray win? And can he replicate that form? And did you... Would you fancy him to lift himself up for a match against Kekmanovic? I, I, yeah, I think he can. Um, I, I really enjoyed watching Fabio. I always enjoy watching Fabio when he's playing well. You know, he, he really is a joy to watch when he plays like he did in the, the first set and the third set against Murray. He barely lost a point on his serve in the, in the final set against Murray. I know Murray was, was tired. I know he was kind of feeling his back and sort of grimacing and groaning um, towards the end of that match. But 
when Fabio plays well, he's you know he's still a match for for pretty much anybody on the clay. He just doesn't play well that often and consistently enough these days. Um, he did say after that match and uh, against Murray, he did say that he's not feeling a hundred percent still after that injury that he picked up in, I think it was Estoril and that that was his first match since Estoril. And um, I don't know whether Fabio though, I don't know whether he's, that's him just trying to take the pressure off himself. He's like, he is a guy that I know he struts around and, 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 you know, makes people think that he's confident. I think that's, I, I think a lot of that is an act. I think he's a, underneath. I think he's more of a nervy guy. I think he's trying to take the pressure off himself. I might be wrong, but he says he's not feeling a hundred percent. I don't know whether I'm, I, I actually believe him. Um, the fact that he beat Kekmanovic pretty convincingly in, in straight sets in very similar conditions in Monte Carlo um, would certainly put me off backing Kekmanovic on, on Fognini's home turf. And Kekmanovic only won 34% of his second serve points that day. So he was very, very much second best to Fognini. As ever, it depends which Fabio turns up. I just think this is a, a short price. Kekmanovic had a good clay swing, a very good clay swing, to be fair. But he looked very, very tired in, in his loss to Garin in Madrid. I, mean, I think he lost that match really on fatigue rather than on any anything that Garin did particularly well. Um, again, this one's just a lean because I'm not sure I can. I'm not sure it's wise to back Fabio twice in in two days. I think that's. I think I might be pushing the envelope a bit too much, but I think Fabio is the lean here, either on that set handicap or to win the match. I can't see Kikmanovic coming in and win this easily. He just looks too short for me, Kikmanovic. Yeah, for Nini, plus 180. Um, he's to certainly have that home crowd support behind him, which got him through in that final set, as well as his brilliance as well against uh, Andy Murray. Uh, hopefully you can uh, you can follow him on that. Um, so there you have it. They're the five matches that we have previewed here. Um, Sean has give you some leans and some picks. What are your official picks on those five matches, Sean, for tomorrow? Um, the official pick is the over 19 and a half in Djokovic, uh, Etcheverry and... The second one is the popper in plus three and a half games on the handicap against Felix or Jair team. So they are the official picks. They are the ones that go onto the total and the total now is plus 29, over 29 units of profit in 2023. As well as those five matches, we also have 11 other matches in action tomorrow. All the odds are available on the BetRivers website. Head across to that now. There is 36 different markets on every single one of those games, and they're all available now. And they start at 5 a.m. Eastern time and run through to around about, I think it's around about uh, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. So uh, make sure you get on early if you uh, if you have a bet and you want to have a bet, so make sure you get those bet picks on early. And Sean, at the moment, everything that he's been betting, the money has been coming, so the lines are crashing around us here on Game Bet Match. If you're new to Game Better Match, there are four ways you can follow our content. The first way is to download this podcast, which is Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. And that is on all your podcast uh, providers and your preferred podcast provider. And you can also subscribe to us on our YouTube channel, which is Bet Rivers Network. Uh, there you'll see the shows we have here, as well as Rory Giovanni looking at WT Tour, uh, James Blake. And if you're a soccer fan, all the action across all the major leagues in Europe. And you can follow us on our Twitter account, which is at Because We Win, which is run by all the fabulous handicappers we have here on the Bet Rivers Network. And also our Instagram account, which Sean is uh, using to it, it, just doing some amazing stories in Rome. And there'll be more to come, I'm there sure. Will be some more tonight. 
Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. I would like. I want to see those Roma fans in action if there's a goal. I want to see those, uh, and I want to, and I also want to see their reaction if they go one nil down as well. So, uh, I'm looking forward to see that. Tonight. Okay, I'll do that. I'll do that. I think I think it should be lively tonight. I think you know I'm I'm look, lucky that I'm in this city when all this stuff's going on, uh, all these big matches and stuff. So yeah, I'm looking forward to this. It should be fun. And tomorrow you're off to Lazio. Yeah, Lazio as well tomorrow. So it's um, and it's all in the same place. You know, you can't go wrong. He's pop out of the Foro Italico, pop into the Stadio Olimpico. Have a couple of beers and or whatever, and just yeah, just enjoy it. It's just great, yeah, loving it. Brilliant. Living, living life and having fun. That's exactly what we've got to do here, and that's what we do here on the Bet Rivers Network. How far is it from where you are to the stadium? Well, right outside my front door is the tram stop. It's about a three second walk from from my front door, and the tram takes about about twenty minutes or something to get up to the um, get up to Mancini stop, which is the nearest stop to the to the uh, st- uh, stadiums and that's about a five minute walk from there so yeah it's all it's all very accessible mm, lovely I'm, I'm hoping tomorrow you after another winner you'll be leaving the tram and getting the the Mercedes Uber class to the stadium and, and it all like you know it sounds more like something you would do than me I think I, I, do you know I, what probably... I, I, my fear always is, is making myself look stupid when I go to the trams line <laughs> or to go to the I would love to get the tram or I'd love to get the the it's train easy. But I always make myself look foolish, and I, I instead of avoiding embarrassment, I do the easy thing and get the Uber, which cost me five times more the money. You know me; I get the, the one dollar bus or the the three day tourist pass. I get all that done; it's not a problem. Well, I am going to be there on Saturday with you, Sean, so we can do some stuff together and go on, on the tram. So hopefully, you can find out the places and we can have a meet up and uh, hopefully cash some uh, more tickets and enjoy ourselves. Uh, tomorrow, yeah. we will we probably won't have a, a game bet match because Sean will be in attendance at the Lazio game, but uh, the content will be coming thick and fast on the Instagram site and also on Twitter. And I will be joining Sean in uh, in um, uh, Rome for one night only on on, on Saturday. So uh, I'm sure we'll have some fun and games there. Have a great night, my friend. You deserve it. After Thank all you. Us. Really go enjoy yourself. Go and have some nice food, nice thing, and, uh, and enjoy the football tonight. And good luck tomorrow. Uh, take care, everyone. Thanks, Follow Sean's journey on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, good luck with all your bets. And uh, we'll speak to you very, very soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.